fighting, hatred, fear. Had enough of the noise? I'm your host, Dr. Henry Ely, and as always, we start our shows with gratitude, uh, and I want to say I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful for all of the support, all the love. I mean, it's felt, okay? So thank you so much for for listening and for sharing this information. Uh, One of our missions at the Energetic Health Institute is is to share information from the heart for the betterment of all. And uh, I just feel so good doing this every week. Now, today we have a special show for you. Next week, I'm going to let you know that we have Dr. Carrie Madej coming on to join us. So I'm so excited to get to spend a whole hour with uh, Carrie and everything. She's incredible, folks. If you haven't heard of her, if you don't know anything about her, check her out and everything. She is just an amazing human being and just filled with so much light and love and and goodness. It's incredible and and brilliant on top of that, right? So um, in this show, what I wanted to do was I wanted to spend some time talking about uh, the dangers of really two things, uh, victimhood and proton pump inhibitors. And yeah, they don't seem like they're the same until you get down to the cell level and you see that the changes that they make in the cell are relatively the same. And so what I wanna get into with this is is really, you know, just talking about something that is this little innocuous thing, you know, when we're um, in that victimhood pity party prison, you know, and when we're taking proton pump inhibitors because we think that we have stomach acid when really it has so much more to do with our diet. What our body's telling us is that the diet we're eating is not right for us. So I'm going to give you some examples of that as we go through into the various segments and everything. But what I really wanted to start with today was just a call for love. (laughs) You know, um, I don't know what's going on in our world. It's crazy, right? And we've been under incessant, you know, stimulation of stress for now over 800 days um, straight. I mean, every single day, it's been COVID, COVID, COVID. And then it became, you know, Russia, Ukraine, which didn't take hold. And then it became monkeypox, which didn't take hold. And then it became some really tragic shootings. And where we're now learning that officers didn't act with the courage and bravery that we expect of people wearing the badge. Um, And, uh, you know, and which makes you question what was going on in those situations. And that didn't take hold. And, you know, and then we get to a place where on back-to-back days, the Supreme Court makes two very um, intriguing rulings. You know, the first is saying that, yes, we're going to support six to three, the right of Americans to own and carry firearms. Well, thank you. You know, Second Amendment. I'm a Second Amendment dude. Thank you. And we are going to support 
the state's rights to decide on you know whether or not abortion is right for that states uh, those states and i've heard that there's 26 states that say they are not going to support abortion and i think states should have those rights you know to say it that's that's what this country it's the united states of america meaning that the states ultimately have a significant amount of of power so uh, in reading up on the Roe versus Wade, it was very interesting to see the judge's thoughts on it and very interesting to see um, the, you know, the, the reason for their ruling. And I think what we're seeing in our society and the reaction to it is that you have people who are on edge and being completely irrational. And it's still a wonder to me why we aren't bringing you know, after a, a, a Supreme Court justice was essentially his life was threatened, it's amazing to me that we don't have our National Guard or even our military just out there protecting the Supreme Court and kind of giving a watchful eye over, you know, Washington, D.C. So um, what I want to put out there today isn't, you know, uh, whether you're pro-life or abortion. I have uh, used to be really, you know, pro-abortion and now I'm definitely on the pro-life side of things, but I'm also on the side of that says I'm a man and I really don't have any discussion in this, but I do find it very interesting that, um, I, I do find very interesting that what's going on in our world today is that we're seeing some gross hypocrisy in the people who are exhibiting the most um, radical levels of outrage. You know, their, their arguments aren't based in logic, which makes me very concerned about the health of their body, because we know that people have a tendency to be much more illogical when their body is very polluted. Um, and now with this additional advent of the gene modification shots, I'm wondering how that's disrupting people's ability to be rational and be um, have a certain level of, it's okay to disagree you know, in them. And I, 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 you know, it's just a weird, weird world that we're living in right now. So I encourage you not to live a moment of that in fear. You know, I, I don't. Um, and I encourage you to take control of your health because to me, the only solution that I'm seeing for us to get back to some semblance of sanity and uh, is to clean our bodies out, to really take control of our bodies, take control of our health, and that's where freedom is going to exist for us. We have a, a class that I've been uh, teaching at the Energetic Health Institute. It's uh, our detox uh, series, so our, our detox certification, where we show and teach students to how to go through a 28-day um, uh, detoxification at the cell level, cleansing at the water level. Uh, those terms are relatively synonymous. And then, of course, at the end on how to fast and engage this really awesome component of the cells called autophagocytosis. And what we do every Friday is we have a um, we have a master class where we bring everybody together and we start working together and share the experiences. I ask some questions, you know, of what's going on with them. And what we see by and large is that people have phenomenal experiences by the time they get to the end. You know, the third week is sometimes a bit of a challenge for folks. That's when things kind of get topsy-turvy in the body in a healing process. But that fourth week is when things start to smooth sail. And that's, for the most part, what we've, what we've seen right here in this, uh, I'd say for about 95% of our students, we have a, always a couple that there's, you know, some things that we have to do some additional work on. 
But what's really interesting and what's really rewarding is that we're sharing people um, uh, a skill that they're going to be able to use, uh, a learned skill they'll be able to use the rest of their lives so that they can remain healthy. And in this day and age, health equals freedom, in my opinion. So I'm helping people live free, which is very rewarding as well. Uh, and when we're talking with folks in that, you know, the thing that comes across is consistently when people are taking pharmaceuticals versus people who aren't, people who are living naturally, the experiences are dramatically different, okay? People who are taking pharmaceuticals have a much more difficult time restoring their bodies to a natural state. And it doesn't mean that it's impossible. In fact, it's highly possible. It's something I've been doing in my clinical practice for 20 years. But it's a more arduous journey because when you're taking pharmaceuticals, you're taking yourself further and further away from nature versus when you're existing within nature and helping your body reestablish homeostasis. So for today, what we're, we're really talking about, and I, I want to put a prayer for peace and sanity and love out into the world right now. I want to say, God, please bless us with peace, sanity, and, and love um, and that the people who are outraged, you know, don't turn their outrage into violence and certainly don't turn their outrage into violences, violence against businesses that had nothing to do with the decision. You know, that's the, it makes no sense to me to riot. You know, um, if you're going to riot, riot against, you know, I, it just doesn't make any sense to me to riot. You know, there's got to be a better way. But certainly don't turn that rioting against innocent businesses, innocent store owners who are doing everything they can do to survive in the roughest economy and something that appears to be getting worse by the day uh, for us. So, you know, we have a lot of challenges in front of us, but I know the solution involves us getting ourselves healthy. So what, when we're looking at this, when we're looking at this whole conundrum that we are in, there is an exit door. And that exit door is about you taking control of your health. And so for us, what we're going to talk about today is the prison of victimhood, because I want to cover a little bit more of the of mental health. I think it's very important for us to be very open and discussing it. And I think we've started doing that in previous episodes. And I think it started with the one I like being a man. I, it's funny to me that <laughs> if you haven't listened to that podcast yet, it's up on the America Out Loud platform. You can check it out. But it's really funny to me that I've taught all this stuff on fasting. We've done all this stuff on grand jury work and everything. And that's still moving forward, by the way. Good news. It's still moving forward. Um, but <laughs> but the, the thing that seems to have touched a nerve for everybody that they really resonate with is when I just spoke from the heart in that episode about I like being a man. So if you haven't heard that one, check it out. We've, we've followed that up with one or two other conversations. I know Dr. Judy Mikovits and I jumped on and talked about, um, you know, God lives in every cell. And I'm, I'm not going to be bashful about speaking about God. If you don't like me talking about God, you can just not listen to me because I'm going to be talking about God because I love God and God loves me. And that's what it is. So, you know, <laughs> go and check that one out. But I do think it's important for us to talk about mental health because we are in a state of extreme stress right now. And it looks like the would-be rulers of the world think that they can keep tightening the screws 
And maybe their intention is to keep tightening them until everybody snaps. I don't know. Maybe they want a civil war or something like that in this country. Maybe they want the world to erupt into chaos and violence to justify them being heavy-handed Chinese-esque in their approach to management of control of civilian populations. I don't know. But what I do know is that we can avoid that by keeping ourselves really healthy and being in the spirit of love at all times, that the greatest weapon we have, the weapon that has always been undefeated is being loving. And that means listening to people who disagree with us. That means, you know, but also what it means and what I've been teaching my students the last couple of weeks is it means speaking our truth, holding that line to where we're like, I'm not going to engage in your fantasy land. I'm not going to adopt your views. If we're really living in a world where we accept each other then and we're really inclusive, then my views need to be included as well. You dig what I'm saying? Like, that's what it's about, right? And if you really believe in freedom, and I really believe in freedom, we have to give people the freedom the same freedom we want for ourselves, right? Like that's that's a, a great thing that Dr. David Martin and I have talked about, and you know, he does a great job, and he's such a good dude, um, you know. So we have to be in the business of giving people the same freedom we want for ourselves, right? But I was talking with my leadership this week at the school, and I was like, you know what? I, I am very inclusive of everything and everybody, but I, there are limits. We need boundaries. And some of those boundaries for me are, I'm not going to be inclusive of stupidity. I'm not going to be inclusive of people being mean or selfish. I'm not going to be inclusive of people um, being greedy. I'm not going to be inclusive of people hurting other people. Uh, you know, I'm not going to be inclusive of anyone hurting children, period. Right? Like that is, you want to find my line? Mess with a kid. You will find my line and you will not like what you find. You know what I'm saying? And that's the business that I'm going to be in moving forward. You know, it's, it's, we have to get into an expression of tough love. And that's where I, I'm going to be talking about that uh, relative to victimhood and, and mental health right after the break. Uh, but we also, I want to get into the cellular environment because the thing that we, I want to really build for you right now is that what we put into our bodies influences how we think and how we feel. And so if you're putting pharmaceuticals into your body, you know, you are changing how you think and you feel and usually not in a good way. And if you are putting um, inebriants, you know, alcohol and things in your body as an indulgence, sure, live your life. But as a way of coping, not a good idea, right? We all intrinsically know this, but do we have the courage to accept that as truth and put it into practice in our own life? Do we have the the moral and the intestinal fortitude to walk our talk. And so that's where I'm going to be bringing in the proton pump inhibitors um, in the third segment as well. You know, because to me, that's, that's where we're at right now is we got to have some real talk conversations. You know what I'm saying, my people? We got to have some real talk conversations and, you know, stop beating around the bush, you know, with everything. Um, and start calling things what they are. Like if I see one more sudden adult death syndrome nonsense, I'm going to lose it. You know, it's not sudden adult death syndrome. It's, it's death caused by the shot. <laughs> you know, it's call it what it is. 
have the courage to call it what it is. The only way we're going to win this psyops is if we start having the courage to call things what they are and say, I feel your judgment of me. I feel your hatred of me. And I reject your judgment of me. I reject your hatred of me. I don't need you to exist. And I don't care what you think about me. I care about doing what's right. That's what it's about. So when we come back uh, from the break, you know, <laughs> we're going to have just a real talk conversation. I'm going to tell you how I feel. I'm going to teach you some really cool stuff, uh, some things that I'm sure you don't know. And how do I know? Because I've talked to some amazing doctors, some of the smartest people in the world this week, and they didn't know about it. And that blows my mind. So I'm happy to share with you and, uh, and, and hopefully pop a couple of uh, light bulbs on for you today and let's have a good time and let's get really courageous. Let's, let's encourage each other to hold this line for future generations. Let's, let's encourage each other to do what's right and let's encourage each other to use the greatest weapon God has ever given us. And that weapon is called love. Let's encourage each other to be in the business of loving everyone even if that love sometimes is tough love. Tough love is good love. And that's where I exist in that tough love category. So we'll be right back with more Energetic Health Radio right after these messages. Energetic Health Radio is brought to you by the Energetic Health Institute, an amazing school for amazing people. If you want to truly take control of your health, if you want to truly take control of your body and not need a white coat <laughs> and, uh, you know, and make sure that you are living free and learning what freedom really feels like. Come and check us out at the Energetic Health Institute. You can join it. You can see us at energetichealthinstitute.org. We have great programs in holistic nutrition, great programs in uh, detoxification and cleansing and fasting, great programs in vaccine education, uh, great programs and great courses in Cannabis, if you want to learn how to really use cannabis, smoking is not medicine, okay? Vaping is not medicine. And we'll show you why and what you can do about that. Um, so we have all this stuff. And I got three new courses, folks, I've been working on all week. The art of cellular healing, the art of eating healthy, and the art of fasting, all right? And I can't wait to get these out to you because they are going to explain so much and they're going to put you in the driver's seat so you can be in control of your health. And they are do-it-yourself courses, so you don't need to have been in school for any time in the last you know, decade or two. You can come in and you'll, I'll explain things in ways that make sense. You'll be able to understand it and you'll be able to more importantly use what you've learned immediately. If you really want to get started, I'd say go to energetichealthinstitute.org. Check us out. We have a, a place where you can fill out a scholarship application, but we also have a place where you can sign up for our free chapter on the art of eating healthy out of my book, Energetic Health, Volume 1. And uh, I think you're going to have a great time with it, folks. So anyway, I'll be right back after these messages with more Energetic Health Radio. While many things we hear are lies, we know one thing is true. Viruses exist and people get sick. Look, there's no guaranteed way to keep from getting sick, but there is a way to reduce your chances. Cofix RX, the original povidone iodine-based antiviral nasal spray that you hear Dr. McCullough talking about, provides an additional invisible layer of protection from colds, flu, coronaviruses, and more. 
click the banner ad on americaoutloud.com and use promo code OUTLOUD for 20% off. Stay protected with Cofix RX. Here on America Out Loud, we emphasize optimal health, and air is the most essential element for life. The average person inhales over 35 pounds of air every day. Yet we seldom think about how to rid the air of pathogens swiftly and safely when we need to. The Genesis Fogger Plus HOCL is the only way to quickly and naturally restore air to its optimal condition. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud for a free ebook on everything you need to know about HOCL and receive a 15% discount on the Genesis Fogger with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you'll be ready for what's next. America Out Loud beats to the pulse of our nation. We know when you're angry, you're troubled, confused, glad, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. We are America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. All right, everybody, welcome back. Well, one of the things you might not realize is I'm actually on day five of a fast. Yeah, I'm one of those crazy dudes that actually practices what I preaches and actually walks my talk, right? So I'm on day five of a incredible water fast right now. I'm going to go seven days I'm filming this as I go so I can share that in the art of uh, fasting that's going to be coming out at the Energetic Health Institute really soon. But folks, I feel fantastic. You know, there's always going to be some ebbs and flows, but right now I can tell you I've had the most productive week in the last, probably this year. I'm going to just, yeah, it's definitely this year. I've had the most productive week this year. All right. The only week that could probably rival it is the week that um, we filed the grand jury petition and put on a freedom rally, a unity rally actually in, uh, in Portland um, earlier this year. But I feel fantastic. I'm, I'm teaching classes. I'm recording classes. I'm doing interviews. I'm recording this radio show. Uh, I've had meetings all week with my team. I've taken care of tons of family business. And I got just boundless amounts of energy. It doesn't mean I can go run a marathon. I promise you that. <laughs> but it does mean that I feel great and I'm getting a lot done. And what I want to share with everybody is you have the power to do this too. That's what's so exciting. Our bodies are designed to heal and the best medicines are free. Sunlight, air, water. Well, water may not be free anymore, but should be. Sleep, laughter, hugging, hugging, right? Loving someone the best medicines, the things that excite our cells to do the best job they can do to heal are all free. And one of those certainly is fasting, is getting into a place where you give your body a chance to say, hey, I'm going to give you a break from the metabolism. I'm going to give you the break from detoxification. I'm going to give you a break from all of that. And in giving you that break, I'm going to give you a chance to do what you do best, heal up 
everything in me that's damaged because me and you body, me and you 37 to 75 trillion cells, me and you are in this game called life together. And I love you. And I'm going to show you because when I'm not fasting, I'm going to give you everything you need to be at your best. And when we are fasting, I'm going to do everything I can to support you healing this up because we're in this love together. I feel like an Al Jarreau song or something like that, right? With my body. We're in this love together, right? That's what it's all about. So um, folks, there's so much you can do and we can't wait to show you what you can do. Just check us out at the Energetic Health Institute. Uh, that's energetichealthinstitute.org. Org, all right, and we will. We would love to have you there in any of our classes, and you'll find this boundless love energy through all of our uh, faculty, all of our team, all of our staff. We just had graduation for our twenty-third class of holistic nutritionists last night. Beautiful people, beautiful healers emerging into the world as professionals, and their stories are so compelling uh, about um, overcoming cancer in a case, and 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 about all the support they needed and everything and that the school was able to give them. It's the educational experience you didn't know existed, but once you get into it, whew, you are never going to be the same. And I mean that in the best of ways. So let's start talking a little bit about, um, about some healthy mental health habits, right? Mental health, right? We got to put a little dental floss, maybe a little, little brushing of the brain, right? And get our mental health in order. Well, one of the things I do to stay really mentally healthy, um, as I acknowledge that with 800 consecutive or the over 800 consecutive days of stress, I'm I'm definitely into post-traumatic stress disorder, just like every other person on this planet. That's why we're seeing so much crazy stuff going on in our culture, right? Um, and of course, the fires are being stoked by the mainstream media, funded by you know the the evildoers, uh, the people that think that this planet exists only for them, those, those psychopaths, right? So what we get into is what, what I do is I make sure I get my head and my heart aligned before I start pinballing around um, with anybody else during the day. And for me, that starts with prayer. It starts with meditation. Um, it starts with something that my auntie, who lived to be over 100 years old, taught me. Uh, a couple decades ago, she taught me the value of gratitude. I remember one day going to her house and she lived uh, on her own uh, no, with some assisted living care, but she lived in her own home all the way up to when she was 95. And then she needed more assistance, of course, towards the end and things like that. Could you imagine getting to 95, let alone being able to live by, on your own? essentially till you're 95. I mean, that's incredible, right? What a, what a woman, right? I went to her one day, I was struggling in life. I was having some problems and everything. And the one thing about my auntie was that she always had a great attitude. I don't remember one interaction with her in my entire life where she was down, depressed, negative. I don't remember one interaction where she was bad mouthing anyone or being mean-spirited. She was just a beautiful person, right? And I remember going over because I was struggling. I said, let me go to one of my elders. You know, the way things are supposed to do, this, the, way things, the way things are supposed to be, we go to our elders to ask for advice because they've been on this planet longer than we have. 
And I went over to her house and I, I sat down on the floor. I started rubbing her feet. You know, I'm a body worker. I love massage and everything. I started rubbing her feet and I said, Auntie, I got to ask you a question. I'm lost. My life is not going in a direction. I'm not happy. How do you stay happy every day? Because it's not, it's not fake. It's not forced. It's genuine. It's just who you are. How do you do that? And she said, baby, <laughs> she said, baby, I'll tell you what I do. Every morning, the first thing I say when I wake up while I'm laying in bed, I say, thank you, God, for this new day. <laughs> I said, really, that's it. She's like, sweetheart, that's it. You just give gratitude for it because that day never had to exist. And if it did, you never had to exist in it. That's why I give gratitude. And I say, thank you to God every morning I wake up. It's the first thought I have. And I said, all right, well, if it's good enough for you and I see what it's doing, putting this smile on your face, I'm gonna do it too. So that's exactly what I started doing. I started doing that over 20 years ago. Every single morning, my first thought when I wake up is, thank you, God, for this new day. Thank you, thank you, thank you for this new day. The, the good, the bad, the ugly, thank you for it all, oh, Father. It's a part of the perfection. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You never had to make me. I never had to exist. This beautiful planet we call home never had to exist. Life itself never had to exist. And I get to have this gift of consciousness because God, you gave me the gift of life. Thank you so much. Now it's a little long. I don't go that far, right? Gushing, but the first thought is really simple. Thank you, God, for this new day. That's the secret. All you gotta do is live your life in gratitude. And since I've been doing that, my life has been filled with nothing but beautiful people and beautiful experiences. And of course, I've had some, some rain come in. You can't have a lot of sunshine without rain, right? I've had some rain, of course, right? We've had a lot of rain the last couple of years and, and figuratively, figuratively and literally, figuratively, you know, all the COVID crap, all the, all that, all the lies of that, right? But literally, I've been in Portland and it it's rained for nine straight months. This is our first week of sunshine. Maybe that's why I'm a little bit happier today. The idea, though, is for mental health, it starts by living your life in gratitude. It's not a supplement. It's not a nutrient. It's free medicine. Just being appreciative and living your life in gratitude for even existing at all and existing with the ability to create you know, existing in, with the ability to create your reality and what you want, right? Create the strength of these wonderful relationships that we can have, right? How many of you are going out and having dinner with friends again and having people over and being connected with, I mean, how awesome is that, right? How awesome is the sunshine coming after nine months of straight rain? How awesome is a beach during the summer? How awesome is it? There's so much to be grateful for. And I guess that's why my mom, who is also a very wise woman, I'm looking at her picture right now. What a great woman. That's why she also taught me to remember what's good. No matter what's going on in your life, you can always find things that are good in your life. Remember what's good.
Don't let the bad stuff get you down. Remember what's good. So there's two pieces of mental health advice for you. Number one, wake up every morning and say thank you to God for this new day. That comes from somebody that got to live to be over 100 years old, folks. It seems like it's pretty good advice. And remember what's good. That's from a woman who raised seven children directly and a whole bunch on her own. And I don't mean on her own. My dad was around. I mean, raised them kids that weren't hers in addition to. Because she was tough. My mom, ooh, what a tough jaw. Tough grit, right? I mean, I remember one time she slapped a taste out of my mouth when I called my sister a bad word. She stopped the car mid-street, pulled up the emergency brake, unbuckled her seatbelt in one motion, turned around, slapped the taste out of my mouth, put her seatbelt right back on, didn't say a word, put down, the, <laughs> put down the emergency brake, kept on right on the road. And I just remember sitting there stunned like, hmm. but I learned, I got the lesson. Don't use that word, right? You see what I'm saying? Like we, this tough love, right? Tough. We need to have some tough love in them. So let's talk for a few minutes about victimhood because I want to give some tough love for people who are stuck in this prison of victimhood, this, this pity party that they get into and this incessant reach out for everybody to console them and all that. Stop it. Get your butt up. Get on your own two feet. You can do it. God didn't create you to be a sad sack. God didn't create you to be a weak person. Get up. You don't need to spend a moment of your life feeling sorry for yourself, no matter how bad things are. And things can be bad. I'll give you 15 minutes every day, but that's all you get. You know what I'm saying? 15 minutes. That's what you get. Other than that, start working to make it better. Do everything in your power. Fight like hell. Do everything you can to make your life better if you're not happy. And start it with some gratitude and remember what's good. But don't spend a minute of your life in victimhood. So when I, in the morning when I wake up, what I do is I go through 20 questions called Love Without Limits. I think we even did this. This might have actually even been the first podcast I ever did. You might want to go back through the archives and, and, see, and take a listen to it. The question, one of the questions is, victimhood is a prison I refuse to live in. I make sure and I have that affirmation statement every time. Victimhood is a prison I refuse to live in. Who's in control of transforming any hurt I may feel into sources of limitless strength? Let me say that to you again. Victimhood is a prison I refuse to live in. Who's in control of transforming any hurt I may feel into sources of limitless strength? The answer to that question, I am. The answer to that question when you pose it to yourself is you are. You're in control of this rocket ship that we're riding on called Mother Earth. You're in control. You're in control of how you perceive the world and feel about the world when you decide to forgive somebody, you know, and how you decide to forgive them. You're in control of all of this, but you can't be in control as a sad sack. You can't be in control as somebody who's put themselves in the prison of victimhood. In fact, when you do that and you make yourself a victim and you, and you, Put the privilege, that's what everybody's doing in the society right now. I'm the privilege of being a victim, so I get to be outraged. Now, no, you don't. When you put yourself in that prison of victimhood, you surrender your control to people who don't deserve it. So never do that for a second. This is where tough love comes in, right? 
tough love. We got to have these real conversations, right? The new math sucks. The new math they're teaching kids sucks. New curricula suck. Gender politics and gender stuff in, in the classroom suck. I, didn't send, I don't send my child to school so they can learn about gender. I send them to school so they can learn about math. They can learn about science. They can learn about real science. I'm not talking about Fauci science, real science. I send them to school so they can learn how to read and write and most importantly, become a critical thinker. But these schools aren't teaching kids how to be critical thinkers anymore, how to question things. What all these schools are teaching folks how to do is be participants. And that's why most schools, and I know in the Oregon school system, they've actually done away with, uh, with grades. You can get Fs and still graduate. <laughs> well, here's your participation trophy. We call it a high school diploma now, okay? It's ridiculous. If you don't expect anything out of anybody, you're going to get nothing from them, right? It's ridiculous. And so what I'm saying to you when we're talking about mental health is to make sure that you put together a rhythm every day, something that you start with before you start pinballing around. Whatever that is for you, do it and make sure that you commit to doing it every day that you set the stage for you to have the best day you can possibly have. Like I said, for me, that's starting every morning with prayer, meditation, um, breathing practice on the days that I have enough time to do it, which is very frequent. But when I first opened my eyes, the thought is, thank you, God. Thank you, God, for this new day. I'm telling God straight up, thank you for making me. Thank you for the gift of life. Now, let me go and live it to the best of my ability and doing so, honor you. That's what I'm about. And I hope you're about it too. I know that there's, what they say, only 81% of Americans believe God even exists. Okay, that's cool. Luciferians have done a good job of, you know, lying and, and manipulating people. Those 19% are wrong. That's okay. They're wrong. But if you're in that 81% group, are you being grateful for existing? Are you showing God that you really appreciate this? Are you showing it in your thoughts, but also especially in your deeds? Because I think that's where the blessings come, right? They say, uh, you know, the, the prayers go up and the blessings come down, right? Well, I think it's a little different than that. I don't think it's the prayers, just the prayers. Prayers our answer, don't get me wrong, but I think it's the actions. The actions of kindness and love go up, and then the blessings come down. You know, that's how it works, right? It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful system, too. All you got to do is be the best version of yourself and be cool. That's all you got to do. You do that, whoo, you're going to live something incredible. One day I'm going to tell you the story of a conversation I had with God um, 20 some odd years ago. I'll tell you that story one of these days, you know, where I was at a really dark moment, really, really dark moment. And God saved me straight up. God saved me. Mm, it's a good story. I'll save it though. I'll save it for another time. So folks, I, I want to say this and I mean this, I love you. And I, I know some of you don't believe that. And maybe some of you haven't 
heard that from people and you need to hear it. But I do love you. Why do you think I'm fighting so hard for you? I, I don't need to meet you. I don't need to know you to love you. You know? I love you because what else is there really to do? I love you because it makes me feel good to love you. And I hope you feel good being loved. But keep in mind that love isn't just this flowery, romantic thing. Love has a toughness and a resiliency to it. That's why it's our greatest weapon. And I don't really like using the word weapon associated with it. That's a little off, but I'm going to use it anyway. Because when you fight evil, your, your weapon is love. When you fight in people that are corrupt and have lost their way and don't believe in God, your weapon is love. Your weapon is loving yourself. Your weapon is loving your family. Your weapon is loving freedom. Your weapon is having that love impart courage within you, deep into you, so that you have that resolve that resolve that those brave men that took the boats to Iwo Jima and took the boats to Normandy had. That resolve of, yeah, I might die in this process, but I'm going to fight like hell all the way to that moment. You know what I'm saying? That's the resolve I have right now. I'm going to fight like hell all the way to that moment. It don't matter to me. God's already blessed me immensely. It don't matter to me. But one thing I won't do is I won't be a weak man. One thing I won't do is I won't watch babies die and say nothing and do nothing. One thing I won't do is I won't see wrong being done and do nothing. And where does that resolve start? Every morning I wake up, my eyes open, and I say, thank you, God, for this new day. Because none of this ever had to happen, and I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful like you can't even imagine. And you, I hope, are too. Okay, folks, we'll be right back with more Energetic Health Radio right after these messages. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers. All right. Welcome back, everyone. Now, one of the things I do want to say before I get into talking about proton pump inhibitors is I want to say, make sure you're supporting Brother Malcolm and the America Out Loud platform. Make sure you're sharing content. Um, he's been under attack and I haven't talked to uh, Brother Malcolm uh, yet about it, but I want to make sure I'm supporting him in every way I can. He's been under attack, of course, without reason, right? People just coming after him because what is he doing? He's promoting the truth. And what do evil people not want in the world? The truth. So make sure you're supporting uh, this show, Energetic Health Radio, but make sure you're supporting all the great shows 
on the America Out Loud platform and all the great content that's going out. There's so much good stuff that Brother Malcolm is doing. He's such a good dude. So make sure you you, you do your best to support good people. That's what we got to do. I was looking the other day at some of my um, subscriptions, you know, those, those monthly bills that it's just $9 here and $15 there. And then by the end of the month, that ends up being like $200 or something like that. Yeah, I was looking at those to decide which ones I was going to cancel. And I was looking at Epic Times and I was looking at uh, Daily Wire and uh, and uh, Rockfin and stuff like that. And I was like, I don't really need those. And then I was like, well, but I love what they're doing. So I'm going to support them. And then I was looking at uh, you know, I, I, Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus and that stuff. And I was like, yep, those are gone. <laughs> <laughs> especially since obi-wan uh was just horrific right i was like come on disney you have messed my star wars universe up for the last time so they're all gone um and the folks that are doing good in this world are getting my support so make sure brother malcolm america out loud platform is one of those dudes make sure you support brother malcolm and everything you do he he is worthy of it and he's just a good man you know when you get down to it so thank you for that uh what i wanted to say in this segment uh you know really starting out was when we talk about what's happening at the cell level we have to understand there are these little devices these little um parts of the cell and parts of various cells that are called proton pumps all right so think of a, a proton is basically just a hydrogen molecule. And what will happen is in the cells, they will move a proton from point A to point B during a, a biochemical reaction. They'll move a proton from point A to point B, but it's an essential movement. You know, for example, your stomach has proton pumps, right? That's what helps to create stomach acid, hydrochloric acid. That's a proton molecule and a hydrogen molecule with a chloride ion. And that's going to be, um, you know, that they come together and form HCl, hydrogen chloride, and that's stomach acid. It's very acidic. It breaks things down. That's what acid does. It breaks things down. So we know in the stomach there are, but one of the questions I had years ago, because uh, I like nerding out and I like asking a lot of questions. My dad taught me and my mom taught me how to be a critical thinker. So I ask a lot of questions. And one of my questions I had was, well, where else in the body are there proton pumps? Because if you're taking a proton pump inhibitor, then why would we think that it only would, you know, affect your stomach and your stomach acid? And so it was an interesting question. And where it led me was something that I didn't know it would, but it's changed forever my thought process with the pharmaceutical industry. And this was, you know, this was 20 years ago. I was studying this stuff. Guess where else we have proton pumps? in our mitochondria. And for those of you that don't know what mitochondria are, you know, mitochondria are little organelles in every cell that produce energy. So if you take a proton pump inhibitor, it is inhibiting your body at the cell level, its ability to produce energy. I just taught a bunch of docs, this great docs, and I mean, it's great docs, but I just, and I'm going to keep them nameless because I don't want to, I don't want to shout them out like this. You know what I'm saying? Um, but they're just, they're good dudes, good women, excellent practitioners, got a lot of heart, good people, right? And, but they didn't know this. And of course they didn't know this because no one ever taught them this, you know, which is a, a failure of the education or, or maybe it's not a failure. Maybe it's by design. 
So people who are taking proton pump inhibitors, yeah, maybe it's suppressing stomach acid, even though that's not really the problem. Maybe what it's also doing, and it's not a maybe, it is, it's suppressing energy production at the cell level. It's inhibiting your mitochondria from producing energy. You want to know why you're fatigued? Check, check the pharmaceuticals that you're putting in your body. You'll find why you're fatigued. Check the foods that you're eating. Check the nutrient deficiencies that you have. Check the things that your cells, understand what your cell needs and what your cell doesn't need. That's what's going to be in this course, The Art of Cellular Healing. What does your cell need to heal? Well, it needs energy. So if you're taking a proton pump inhibitor, what are you doing? You're getting in the way of your cells producing energy. Does that make any sense to you? It doesn't make no sense to me. Where else do we have proton pump inhibitors? Guess where else we have proton pump inhibitors? In another organelle within our cells called lysosomes. Say it with me so we can get over the fear of the word. Lysosomes. Lysosomes, right? And now we got over the fear of that. What is a lysosome? Well, a lysosome is basically the stomach of the cell. It, it, it's a little organelle that has digestive acids in it. And those acids need to stay at a certain pH. So it requires proton pumps because protons are very acidic. So it requires these proton pumps to keep the enzymes within that organelle, the lysosome. It requires them, proton pumps, to maintain the right pH. So when that lysosome, the stomach of the cell, starts to come in contact with something that shouldn't be in the cell, it can dissolve it, it can break it down. See, this beauty, there is a beautiful design. I can tell you folks, the more I study the body, the more I study the cell, you can't help but say, that's God at work. How can you say for a moment that God doesn't exist when all of this wonderful things are happening within your body every nanosecond and don't require you to be aware of them really at all? It just requires for you to take care of them. So guess which cell type has the highest content of lysosomes? Immune cells. <laughs> <laughs> and wouldn't that make sense? Immune cells, they gobble something up and they got to break it down. So they need to have a lot of lysosomes. So when you are taking a proton pump inhibitor, and this is literal, when you are taking a proton pump inhibitor, that, that pharmaceutical, what you are doing is saying, I want to eat whatever I want to eat. That's really not it, that. What they've told you is that your body's producing too much stomach acid. That's not true. You're not producing enough. Okay. That's why you're, that's why you have indigestion. But when you take that proton pump inhibitor, sure, it might make you suppress the stomach acid, which is a major portion of your immune system. But what it's also doing at the cell level is it's inhibiting your cell's ability to produce energy. And it's inhibiting your cell's ability through lysosomes to break things down. It's rendering your cell ineffective. That's what proton pumps, proton pump inhibitors do. And they've known this since they first came onto the market. But they marketed them really well. Remember that whole Nexium purple pill nonsense, right? The, make sure you get your purple pill, you know, and all that other ridiculous stuff. And then they make it over the counter so you can get it. You can just go and, you know, hurt your cells yourself, right? <laughs> Thanks. 
well, not only are you taking out your cells throughout your cells, all of your cells, you're taking out their ability to produce energy. You're really inhibiting the ability to produce energy and energy is the foundation for all healing and all activity within a cell. But you're also disrupting significantly your immune system, your immune system's ability to, once they have, once the immune cell has gobbled up something that shouldn't be there to break it down. One of the first things that I get my patients off of, the first thing, in fact, I get my patients off of when they come in and I check their meds, their the meds, why am I calling them meds? Their pharmaceuticals that they're on. When I see that, I go, okay, oh, proton pump inhibitor. Okay, that's gone. I take them off it. I take them off it because I know the damage it's doing to their body. And if they tell me, doc, but I have this terrible stomach acid, I say, well, what are you eating? It's like, well, I, I get it when I eat this, this, and this. I say, okay, well, maybe don't eat this, this, and this. Like, is it that simple? Yeah, it's that simple. Your body's telling you you can't eat it the same way at 50 that you could when you were 25. It's that simple. You've changed. Now honor that change. And so what I do to help them out is I give them a delayed food allergy panel. That's a little blood draw where we... Uh, draw their blood and we uh, send it to a lab. And what the lab does is analyzes it against 184 different foods so that we know exactly which foods are going to create like a lot of problems in the body, like, you know, acid reflux and which ones won't. And when you get person on a personalized diet that's organic and that's plant-based and you give them some nutrients, something magical happens. Their body starts getting better. Go figure. Stop eating the things that are jacking you up and your body gets better. Hmm, go figure. And we don't have to guess. We can know. We don't have to make assumptions. What's well, gluten? It's gluten. It's gluten. Yeah, it's gluten a lot of times, but it's not always gluten. You know, I've had patients where it was an avocado. Sad for them because I really like avocados. I've had a patient where it was all meats. I've had patients where it's yeast. I've had patients where it's, of course, dairy. Dairy is another big one. I've had patients where it's eggs. I've had patients where it's pistachios. I've had patients where it's ginger. You see what I'm saying? How would you figure that out without a blood, a blood test and, and being very personalized in your approach? So if you're interested in getting a test like this and checking it out, go to energetichealthinstitute.org as well. We, you can actually order one through us and we'll have a board certified holistic nutritionist review it with you and give you a report on it. You know, spend 30 minutes explaining and teaching you about your body and how to do it. How do I know they're good at it? Because I taught them. I taught them how to do it. Not bragging about myself. I'm just saying I know what I'm doing. So check us out at energetichealthinstitute.org and you can get that test. It's called a delayed food allergy panel and you can see it on our website. But that's really the point. You see, people were eating foods that weren't right for them and started to develop stomach acid, or excuse me, acid reflux. And then they went to an industry that doesn't care about them and loves profiting off of their misery, the pharmaceutical industry for a solution. Why would you go to somebody that hates you for help? That don't make no sense to me. Why would you go to someone who hates you for help? Someone who doesn't care whether you recover or not. Someone who doesn't care whether you live or you die. Why would you go to that person for help? Why did you go to that industry for help? That doesn't make any sense. When somebody shows you who they are, believe them the first time. And if you can't believe them now, after all the damage they've done around the world, then I don't know what to say to you. I'm going to give you some tough love and say, that don't make no sense. You know, you dig what I'm saying? So check it out, folks. There are solutions. And just because you don't, 
know of them doesn't mean they don't exist. You got to come to some crazy folks that took a lot of heat for a long time. You know, I've been called a voodoo doctor and witchcraft and not a scientist and all this. I've, I've been called some names. I've had some stones, you know, slung at me. Don't matter to me. I'm doing God's work. So none of that stuff mattered to me. You got to go to people like me and talk to us for a little bit. You know, I'm pretty good at what I do. You know, I'm really proud of the work I've done. I'm really proud of the the work my team does and my teachers do and all my students and graduates do. I'm really proud of them because they said, you know what, something ain't working and I want to change that. I want to take control and they did it. So when we're talking about this, this problem, I'm going to tell you a little secret. Most problems come down to the food you're eating and the nutrients you're not getting. You solve those two things, clean up your diet and put some nutrients in that your body needs, that your cell needs, something miraculous happens. The body starts to work. And one of those nutrients is something like gratitude every morning and thinking about what's good. Those cells start to work really good. When you throw on a little bit of that free medicine, you know, the sunlight and the sleep and the fasting, ooh, those cells work really good. And when you start moving your body and everything, you start to find that the things that they want us to feel bad about don't infect you. You become unbreakable. Because only people really in your life that should have the power to break you at all are the people that love you the most. You know? Everybody else, no, they don't deserve it, especially people that are greedy in their hearts and evil in their spirits. They don't deserve it. So don't give them that right. Don't live a moment of your life in fear and don't give people, and especially evil people, what they want, not for a second. Hold that line and show them that you're holding that line every day by how you care for your amazing body. All right, folks. Well, I hope you had some fun with me today and learned something new, at least some new food for thought. We'll see you again next week with Dr. Carrie Madej. I can't wait to come on there. That's going to be an explosive show, I think. We're going to talk. We're going to have some real talk on that show about this transhumanistic agenda and all this nonsense. Nothing to make you bad, everything to give you that resolve and that courage that you are part of the solution and you're going to be that person that holds line for future generations, that you are going to be the people that use love as that beautiful weapon that it can be used when we're tough and we're resilient and when we care, right? All right, folks, I'm Dr. Henry Ely for the Energetic Health Radio and the Energetic Health Institute. Wishing you a beautiful, beautiful weekend where, or week, wherever you may be, if you're listening to this on recording. And I say to you this, may God shine his divine light down upon us all, everyone we love, and surround us in the protection of his warm embrace. We'll see you next week, folks. Peace. <laughs>